0: Hey everybody, it's your Dutch friend Jan and you are listening to episode 176 of the Creator Smarts podcast. And in this episode today, we're going to talk about how you can build a creator business that's going to outlive you, that's future-proof, right? So we're going to talk about the creator business formula. Um, if your business, if your creator business is going to die with you, or rather with your personal brand, or not, and how to make your greater business more future-proof and we're going to give you tons of examples of uh, creators who manage to make their business more future-proof right we're also going to talk about the importance of the innovate uh, of having an innovative product or an exceptional promotion strategy and um, whether whether going through this process whether making your business more future-proof is something that you can do alone or um, that works better in the form of partnerships and we're going to take a look at again um, examples of people who manage to do it alone or not with partnerships all right so keep listening This is the Creator Smarts Podcast, the number one podcast where you will learn to leverage your online following to build a smart and future-proof education business. I'm your host, Jan. Alright, building a creative business that outlives you, right? Let's go. Um, First of all, if you haven't subscribed to our newsletter uh, yet, then make sure to do that because... Um, this is actually the topic that we talked about in newsletters today. So I have my notes in front of me here. Let's go, right? So um, creating a creative business is relatively easy. Like if you compare this to like traditional business where you start with nothing most of the time, right? You need to come up with a product that an audience wants or that people want and then you need to distribute that product, right, and that's expensive, like most traditional businesses, they need to do sales, right, so then you can be cold calling, uh, it can be running ads, there needs to be some form of sales, now the good thing, like the big benefit, the number one advantage that you have as a content creator with an audience, is that you have an audience, meaning you have a distribution channel, right, the only thing that you need to do, is figure out what that audience wants from you, create that thing, and then sell it to them, right, so that's a massive, a massive advantage, like all those tech startups, um, you know, get funding, and what did they do with the money, of course, they spend it on innovation and building the thing, but most of them have to spend a very big chunk of all that money on promotion, so either pay you know, run Facebook ads, pay influencers to promote their product. Um, of course, referrals is a thing as well, but yeah, it's usually something that comes over time. So you have that advantage, you have that distribution, right? So if we look at how creators are building businesses, I just come up with a have a list here of a few um, examples that most people have heard about, right? So yeah, the thing I'm saying here is that most creator businesses are actually not not original. And that's okay. Example, you have a hamburger, you put some Mr. B's branding on it, you have a Mr. B's burger, right? Same for his chocolate product, Feastables. You have a chocolate bar, some Mr. B's branding. Of course, there is some features, right? You can win a prize and all that kind of stuff. And then you have um, Feastables. Um, you have a YouTube course. You can take other people's YouTube course. And then Mr. Ali Abdal. He, of course, he he records the course. He adds his own philosophy, his own teachings to the course, and then you have the part-time YouTube academy, right? Or an Excel course. There's lots of Excel courses out there, but this time it's delivered by TikTok star Miss Excel. I know you have a Miss Excel course that's selling for I don't know two hundred fifty bucks, right? Doing a few million per year. Um, same thing for T-shirts. Like T-shirts are an existing product, so what influencers do is they add their branding to it, and then you have influencer merch. So all these products, like most of the products that you find in the curator economy, are not creative, are not innovative at all, and that's fine, because you only need to have one unique advantage to to make your business to turn your business into an exa- into a success. Right? In this case, it's the branding which is original. Um, a big benefit is that if you add your personal brand to these products, you can all of a sudden sell them above the market price, right? So Ali Abdaal, YouTube's, sorry, part-time YouTube Academy is selling for, or was selling for, I don't think he's, he's doing it live anymore, but I think it was between $2,000 and $5,000, all right? Over email, by the way. I don't think they did any uh, any sales calls. Same thing for Mr. Beesberger. I don't know the prices. I I, I Googled it the other day, Um I'm not sure, but yeah, I think you were charging like between 12 and $17 for like a, the equivalent of a Happy Meal or <laughs> a Big Mac menu. Um, not sure about the price of a Big Mac menu in the US, but seem more expensive than McDonald's to be, which is logical, right? Because they have that loyal audience that's willing to pay more um, to buy a brand that's owned by somebody that they trust. So... um easy if you are an influencer you have an audience you want to sell a product just look at what products are already selling in the market that you think your audience is interested in and then add your personal brand to it and then there you go now uh, there is a big risk that comes with this right at least in the long run um and that's you know the moment you stop making videos and People forget about you they will they won't they will not any longer be interested in your brands in your products all right um, Nusaya Yassin from NAS Daily. he mentioned that the time span of a, of a creator is only five years five years in they expire I mean that's the word that some people use right now I don't think that people expire right but they often lose relevancy for multiple reasons sometimes they just get tired of creating all the content right day after day after day um, they get tired of fighting against the algorithm and then of course think about a new generation of content creators joining the youtube game every day right Um, think about the tiktok stars it's just really difficult to stay motivated over a long period of time and some of them give up after several years and then personal brand kinds of fades away has already happened and it's happening every day now i'm not saying that this is something that's going to happen to you i think as a creator you can always be you can always innovate you can always find content that works better you can always pivot right as long as you have the motivation but competition is a real thing and i do think that just like football players players, um, eventually you're going to hit your peak in the game and your personal brand will be on the decline if that happens then your creative business will die with you unless you're smart and you built it a bit more strategically right um on a side note i do think that you know like the the burgers plus mr b's branding is mr b's burger like that that formula um, I think it's the right way to start because it's the best way to monetize your personal brand in the short run, right? It's, it's, it's very simple, it's very obvious. You have a hungry audience, just give them what they want, right? But if you want to build it more, if you want to build a more future-proof business, then um, here's a few ideas, right? So we, we're going we're gonna to take a look at some examples um, in the industry. Now, let's take the published press, for example. I've heard about that. It's a newsletter. It's run by uh, Colin and Sam here. Actually, they don't run it, but they endorse it, right? But they also co-own this. um, They also own or at least co-own the uh, the newsletter. It's an industry newsletter, just like Morning Brew or, uh, I don't know, what else do you have? Um, A business newsletter where they talk about the creator economy, right? So they send out three emails per week where I can read about yeah things that are going on in the creator economy. Um and people think like newsletter isn't that boring? Does it still work? Newsletter businesses are are booming, which I, I think I think is, is fascinating by the way. Some people are saying that it's the end of email. <laughs> newsletter businesses are worth tens of millions, sometimes hundreds of millions. And um yeah it's uh, seems like it's a trend that started that started to come back again. Lots of people in online marketing, online business are talking about newsletters now, how profitable they can be. So the way it works for them, they basically monetize through sponsorships, right? We actually, I mean, we here at Smarts, we actually sponsored the published press. Uh, like we, we, we bought a few ad placements in their newsletters. And uh, yeah, you, you then pay in between two and seven k for a sponsorship placement, right? They have multiple sponsorships. I think only only one premium sponsorship, but um, they also have like secondary sponsorships. Um, they're offering multiple secondary sponsorships in the newsletter. So every time they send out a newsletter, now I'm not sure if they sell all the all the spots, right? Um, but yeah, that's potentially they have a million dollar business there, right? Um, 10k per newsletter maybe more sending out 3 per week um, that means 12 per month yeah that's 120k per month right um, I'm not saying that they're making this much money maybe they're not selling, selling out at all the spots but there is lots of potential there now the best thing about this business is that Colin and Samir's face is not on it it's a separate business alright so and now we have Prime um if you're in europe there's a big chance that you don't even know what prime is it's a sport drink that's promoted by logan paul and ksi um and both have a a significant stake in the company i listened to a podcast the other day i i forgot it was a minority stake i think they both have maybe 15 maybe 20 percent um and then yeah the majority stake is for uh the majority of the companies owned by um hmm because somewhere in my notes here congo brands which is i don't know what it is they're probably already selling sport drinks right um now you could say that the product is not original because it's just an energy sport drink right um but what makes it unique is it exceptional promotion so first of all yes the two influencers logan paul and KSI, they they're constantly promoting it right um they're they're, they're showing like that they're putting the butters on the table um, they're showing it in their podcast interviews, um, they're always holding a bottle of, of Prime in their hands, um, but besides that, they also became the official sports drink supplier of Arsenal, uh, the football club in the UK, um, the Los Angeles Dodgers, which is a basketball club, and the UFC, and on top of that, earlier this year, Prime was also promoted in the Super Bowl commercial, so I think it's really interesting what they do here like yes the product itself is not innovative but their promotional the promotion strategy is pretty is pretty crazy and it must also be expensive right so nowadays there are teenagers who say they want prime and they don't even know who's behind the brand now that's a very good signal um, that the brand is becoming future-proof right because they don't rely on the influencer anymore Uh, Let me talk about a third example here. Uh, This is story learning, right? Story learning was founded by my business partner, Oli Richards. He's been on the podcast a few times. Uh, We run Creator Empires together. Um, Now, at the beginning, story learning started out as a blog, right? So it was heavily relying on Oli's personal brands. And later, he added a YouTube channel, which came quite popular. And uh, yeah, I would say that significant amount of sales come from that youtube channel right um but his youtube channel is only one of his traffic sources nowadays he has um uh, what does he have he has a blog he has he runs paid ads he sells you can find his books in bookstores all over the world it's also a good place to also a good way to become discovered right he runs multiple podcasts and multiple youtube channels so his traffic is all very um diversified there's always going to be a 2080 within within that but you know that that's always the case um now an interesting thing that he did to rely less on his personal brand is yes by creating multiple traffic sources but also by making it more about the method um rather than making it all about himself right so it's less about the person it's more about the method like story learning learning a foreign language through stories um so, yeah, if you want to make your your brand, your creative business more um, future proof, then make it about the method, or make it about your customers, so your best students, the case studies. Talk about them, and not so much about you. Right, um, tutor AI. Is the fourth product that I wanted that I want the, the uh, sorry the fourth product that I wanted to mention. Uh, this is something that we are building now for a YouTuber called Xiaomi NYC, um, big YouTuber in New York, about I think almost six million subs. Um, those language pranks right? So it goes to if you have ever seen those videos on YouTube, white guy speaks Chinese, Chinese people shocked. Um, that's him. Um, so when we started working with Ari. We said, okay, you have this audience that are interested in learning languages, so let's create language courses, right? We def- we define a methodology to make it more unique, to make it the brand, street smart languages, rely less on him, and to make it more about the method and everything. So we did that, right? Um, in the end, the courses are good, super high quality. We work with video production teams from all over the world. We shot like video series in, in China, in France, in Germany, in, um, in Mexico as well. Um, so it's all fine, right? But for a business like that, it's hard to it's hard for a business like that to outgrow the personal brand. And yes, of course, we are diversifying traffic sources, um, building separate YouTube channels, running paid ads, we're doing all those things, right? But in the end, um, you can be a you can be the best marketer in the world. But if you have a product that's truly innovative, that's actually much more powerful, right? That's where you have the most leverage. So now with this whole, like all these developments and AI and everything, we started building this uh, AI language shooter. So if you want to practice your Spanish or your Chinese, you no longer need to go to a language tutoring websites anymore or take private lessons you can just talk to a tutor and the tutor will correct you you can see the words you can click on the words see the translation and uh, the tutor will act like your friend right check in with you on a regular basis so we um we invested some money in building a prototype which we'll be launching next week i think and um yeah that th- the whole strategy there is okay we start Monetizing the personal brand directly, right, by selling an existing product, but marketing marketing the product in a unique way. That's step number one, and step number two is, hey, can you actually creating a product that's truly innovative that doesn't exist in the market yet, or that's very clearly better, ten times better than everything else in the market, right? So that's kind of the um, the uh, level two, I would say. Um, that's what we're trying to do here. So let's see how that goes, right? Um, so yes, with this new project, Sharma's personal brand or Ari's personal brand will help us to get project the project off the ground, right? But then eventually, um, the product will be so good and innovative that yeah, it, it has the potential to outgrow the personal brand. So, what can we learn from this? Having an exceptional product or an exceptional or exceptional promotion is key right so back to the published press the industry newsletter or the newsletter for the creator industry it's an it's an existing product in a new niche with some competitors right this it's not the only creator newsletter so i would say that you know if i ask myself the question like is it a truly innovative product not really it's just a newsletter but it's for a new niche um, and it has some competition so the product is not I wouldn't say it's truly innovative, but they have, they have a very good, they have very good promotion, right? They have Colin and Samir who, who, who promote it. So that's a unique advantage. But even if one day Colin and Samir stop making videos, then um, I think there is a big chance that you know, the newsletter is already big enough that it can survive and continue to grow on its own. Now then Prime the sports drink is definitely not an innovative product but their promotion strategy you know sponsoring all these football clubs and basketball clubs um, Super Bowl commercial is extremely powerful right must also be extremely expensive so I'm not I'm not sure what the, the finances are there and how profitable it is but it is definitely an interesting uh, phenomenon Okay, and then story learning, yeah, I wouldn't say sorry, Oli. I wouldn't say that story learning is a truly really innovative. Although it's yeah, they have a strong value proposition, right? Because they made it all about the method. Um. So I guess that's that's their strength. To that that's, that's has been their main strategy to rely less on Ollie, on Oli's personal brand, right? Simply adding a method and and building multiple traffic sources. I think that one counts as well. And then with Tutor AI, well, the the, the ambition is that we're going to make an exceptional product in the language education niche, and so you know the product will grow on its own because it is so good. People will talk about it. Um, you know, we get the re- referral marketing really. Or not even marketing, just natural referrals, and on top of that, of course, we also have the, instru- the we also have the, instru- the distribution right, ourist um, audience, and then yeah, we, we also know all the uh, people in the language education space who could potentially yeah, we could potentially create a win win f- scenario for them as well. So you either need exceptional product or exceptional promotion, ideally. You have both right but i haven't seen so many brands who have both one is enough okay um now this sounds like a lot of work right i mean as a creator like you can do you can you can create merch by yourself you just go to teespring select a product put your logo in it um you create generate a, a link where people can buy product product. Um, Is quite easy nowadays also like if you want to build a course you can do that by yourself especially if you know how to teach if you already do that in your videos you can probably create a pretty good course you can host it on a website like teachable yes if you want to do everything properly nicely designed email marketing a good sales page, it's just a bit more work right but like the, the, the foundations are pretty straightforward nowadays you don't need to have any coding skills um but if you wanna do something bigger, if you wanna build a future proof business with a method with multiple or exceptional uh distribution or a product that's just ten times better than anything else out than anything else out there in the market that's innovative, um maybe you wanna use technology, maybe you wanna use AI, um that's a product a project like that is much more intimidating, right? So how do you how do you do that? First of all, I think if you, I, th- I think step number one is to, you know, pick the low hanging fruit first. So keep it simple. Give your audience what they want. Even if your product is not truly innovative, make it about you. People will like it. That's enough. If you have reached that stage, then I think it's a good time to start thinking about okay, how can I actually make this more future proof right so if we look at the same examples that i mentioned earlier like mr bees burger is not mr bees running all these restaurants i mean i think they only have one physical restaurant now they're planning to open more physical restaurants uh, later um but most of them are actually virtual right so you order a hamburger in the app and then a the restaurant nearby gets a notification they have the recipes they have all the packaging um They make the hamburger and they deliver it to your front door. And uh, Mr. Bees is not, like, he's not doing (laughs) all the logistics of that. It's a partnership with virtual dining concepts, right? Same thing for Prime, the sports drink. It's not Logan and KSI who manufacture their own drink. No, they're doing this in partnership with a company that's already doing that. Same thing with the published press. It's not Colin and Samir who are writing these newsletters themselves or coming up with strategies on how to grow the thing. No, they're doing that in a partnership with a company called Smooth Media. Uh, I will actually ask Josh, the CEO, to come on the podcast later um, so that we can learn more about how to build a good newsletter. Um, Also like Paddy. Remember Paddy Galloway? was one of the most popular interviews that I did on the podcast here. The YouTube consultant who also runs a YouTube channel. Um, that guy so he now built a job board a job board for for people who work with youtubers right it's called youtube youtube jobs or ytjobs.co i think it is and no it's not just him it's a partnership between him and a co-founder a tech guy who, who built the actual thing right paddy just focuses on uh, promoting the thing and of course, he also leverages his um, existing relationships with big influencers so that they now go to that job board to post job vacancies. Other example, uh, Doc demoro heard about that guy? He runs, uh, actually forgot the name of his channel, but he runs his YouTube channel where he does like car reviews and um, he... A few weeks ago I think he sold or he sold a big chunk of his company to like an investment firm for tens of millions um, he built this this car bidding website it's called cars and bids and um, yeah he saw I think he he raised a lot of lots of money for it or he sold a stake in the company I don't remember exactly but again this was not just dark no he partnered up with a tech guy who knew to build how did uh, who knew how to build these platforms and um, yeah, he didn't do it alone. He was just focusing on the content, and his partner was building the thing, the platform. Same thing for Ikana, right? Remember our friend Ikana? He Was also on the part. Um, last month, he raised one point two million dollars for for his Fluio app, also an app to learn for learning foreign languages. But he didn't do it alone. No, ekana did a promotion about his co-founder built the actual thing or was in charge of the development of the uh, the app, right? So I think that any that all of these creators who've, who've made it big, all of these big projects, like if you look at creator businesses that are truly future-proof, I think most of them are partnerships. I haven't really seen an example of a creator who managed to build it on, who built it on on its own. I mean, Oli kind of did that, Right with story learning because yes he runs the business science and on top of that he also does the content creation um i would almost think that he's more entrepreneurial than he is creator actually i don't know he might might be a 50 50 but for most creators most creators are creators and not entrepreneurs um i mean they can be both but most of them are creator first right so i think in that case it's just good to um I mean, if we just look at these case studies here, I think it makes a lot of sense to to do partnerships, especially if you want to build something that's more future-proof, if you want to build something that relies heavily on on tech, on high-level skills, um, you know, exceptional promotional strategies, that kind of stuff. It's hard to do everything by yourself, right? So yes, you probably can build a multi, multi-million dollar creator business alone, or with the team. But if you wanna build a business empire that's future-proof and can outgrow your personal brand, I would definitely consider to partner up. Um, yeah, so wanna go fast, go alone. Wanna go far, do it together. And that's also what we happen to do here at Creator Empires, ta-da! No, I'm not. This was not an ad for Creator Empires, I just wanted to plant a seed here Um, share some interesting insights and of course if you want to learn more then we can always talk Um, for now I wish you a happy weekend ciao ciao alright thanks for listening and if you know any other YouTube creators Instagram creators doesn't matter as long as they are in education they teach something online and if they have the ambition to create online courses maybe they already have online courses then send them to this podcast Because the more people listen, the more motivated I will be to create interesting content. Uh, The more power we will have to get influential guests on the show. And uh, yeah, that's also going to benefit you. So let them know. Send them to the Creator Smart Podcast. Thanks.